It's a late one from Luke Combs. It's doing this on 98.5 The Bull. Today's high country. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Welcome good, in. Good morning, Ty. Taking a trip down memory lane. I want you to think about the very, very first band that you were really a huge fan of. Um, You know, I'm not going to give you a good answer on this because this guy is also sort of like slash comedian, but I became, I love Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, to a, a, a like a six-year-old, seven-year-old, whatever, him singing that stuff was so funny to me. Well, don't you know that other kids are starving in Japan, so eat it, just eat it. Don't want to argue, I don't want to debate. Don't want to hear about what kind of food you hate. You won't get noticed. I just love that, and I could tell you a story about Weird Al real quick, or you could just go on and I won't uh, tell well, the story. Well, yeah, let's hear the story. So... He was a genius. Like, he was valedictorian of his high school Weird Al. Like, he's a very, very smart guy. And he found out that when he, um, what he did was he made a recording of him making fun of these bands, sent it to a radio station, the DJ starts playing it, and he by accident got into his music. And the other thing is, he doesn't have to ask permission. He usually does call Michael Jackson or when he was alive and... He'll ask the band, do you mind if I make a parody? He doesn't have to do that. As long as it's clear to the audience that this is a parody, he can rip off any song he wants, make millions of dollars on the success, you know, piggybacking on the the real song. He doesn't have to do any of that. Anyway, that's my first guy. Oh, you know, he's coming. Actually, he's going to be at the Tulsa Theater on G- uh, June 1st, I believe. You said to me, you saw him in Nashville, and you got home at, or the next day at work, and you're like, that is one of the best shows this Weird Al Yankovic show was just one of the best things you've ever seen. I can't say enough good things about him. He's wholesome. He's nice. You never heard any scandal he's or him being dude. rude to yeah. somebody. The guy lost his parents, I think. Didn't his parents die in a carbon monoxide accident? They were at a hotel, and they were both found uh, expired, and it was because, like, the hotel had some kind of unit under their room that was emitting carbon monoxide and got them both. But he's like, everything I hear about Weird Al Yankovic is like, he's like the greatest dude. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely got to see him when he comes to uh, Tulsa in June 1st, I believe. Uh, here's my very first band, I think. I can't, can't believe this wasn't yours, Tig. Uh Can I get some audio over here? Yeah, you got it. It's, uh, see if you can identify this band. This is from a vinyl, by the way. Squirrels? I mean, chipmunks. Yeah, Alvin yep. and the Chipmunks. You like them? You're joking. When I was a very young kid, yeah, this was the. Uh, That's garbage. Well, listening back to it now, it is, and they, you know, they redid them and all that, and made it, mm-hmm. you know, updated them, and I don't like them anymore. But back then, that was that was it, buddy. And we posted this on uh, the Bull Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/TheBullTulsa, asking people what they're very first band they were a very huge fan of a lot of people said the chipmunks a lot of people said the band alabama was the first band they really really uh, randy owen and those guys yeah yeah they had some good hits a few people said the monkeys you know, a lot I, of people said hansen which are they're from right here in tulsa and they have uh, they still perform over at kane's ballroom quite a bit do you ever remember going to your grandparents house and they would have like a record player over there do mm-hmm. you remember that and yeah like this thing was like a piece of furniture you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you had to Is open it, that big old cabinet, sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I would, maybe if it's not Weird Al, like one of the first songs I really remember was Elvira. 
From the Oak Ridge Boys over love, at my grandma's house. Love those guys, too. Here we go. Look at this. Weird Al still back at my it. My mind is gone. I'm a man of the land. I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're going to party like it's 1699. That's like really smart because he doesn't have to write the music. The music's there. He just changes the words and gets millions of dollars. Uh, you know what we ought to do is try to get this guy on the show when he comes in. I would Dude. love nothing more for him to come in here with that accordion of his. And That guy... Okay, so uh, I, I'm going off on a tangent here, but, um, you know, Lauren Michaels runs Saturday Night Live, and he said he usually finds that people, if you ask them who's their favorite cast member from SNL, it's whoever was popular when they were in high school. And so for me to meet, like, a new cast member, I don't care about that, but if, if uh, Dana Carvey walked in here, I'd pass out. And the same thing, like, Weird out, probably, like, nobody cares about him. But if he walked in here, I would pass out. Like, that—that that is, like, in the wheelhouse of... And it was the same thing with the Super Bowl. Like, a lot of people didn't like that Super Bowl show, but I loved it because it was in my wheelhouse of when I was growing up. Well, the question is, how do we get Weird Al to come in here when he's in town? The guy might be so nice that he might actually just come here, and it would be of no benefit to him. He's, you know, famous and rich, but I bet he would do it. How do we figure that out? Where is he coming? Tulsa Theater. Do we know anybody there? Uh, no. Well, I've only been here a year. <laughs> so, I wonder if this is a thing our agent could help us with. I don't know. Maybe we could call her. Maybe she could reach out. And uh, you know what? That's probably Try our agent. Weird right Al, there. man. I don't think I could do it. I'd probably TT. Listen, if I were Weird Al and I get a call and said these two humps from a local radio station want you on, I would be like, oh, no big, no, we're not doing it. No big deal. But if we get our agent, Heather, to call. She's a New York City person. Like, yeah, she lives in New York, and she could be like, hey, I got these big stars, Weird Al, they got to have you on. <laughs> then when Weird Al's on, we could let him go up there to News on 6, too, and play that accordion. Do you think he would do that? Because, I mean, this is like... Well, he blows into Tulsa. He's going to show's not until the nighttime. He's got to do something in the morning. I, man, you got me all excited now. Like, I'm actually literally, like, I don't get excited about celebrities that much. But Weird Al Yankovic? That's, that'll be stunning. All right, man. Well, you do this, like, you didn't give me a, a birthday present. Well, can this kind of be, like, you just handle this and make sure Weird Al... I watched Al, your kid for you on your birthday. Make sure Weird Al comes in here. I'll, start, I'll, a, I'll start a joint text with Heather and see if we can't somehow finagle a way to get this guy on. All right, we spent way too much time on Weird Al. we got to move on. Hold on, buddy. There's no such thing as too much time for Weird Al. Well, it is when we've got to give away Carly Pierce tickets yeah. at 640. Coming up at 640. Carly Pierce on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning. How warm is it going to get today, man? Like, what are we talking about? Mid-60s. What the what? The what? 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. I thought it was upper. I thought it was higher than that. Are we sure? Well, we'll find out. What did I say? Mid-60s? Yeah. I meant 70s. Yeah, right. Excuse me. 70s.
How about that? Time for Did You See? Brought to you by Daniel's Dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. What's going on? Uh, good morning, Tig. I saw today that uh, the Milo's Tea Company, did you see they're going to invest $20 million in expansion of their Tulsa plant? $20 million. I, I would have thought the whole company would be worth $20 million, but Milo's is not only a tea. I guess it's also a restaurant that's from Alabama. Have you ever had Milo's Tea? We used to go to a Milo's every now and then. And Milo's Tea, yeah, you can get it in stores and stuff. So... I had no idea this company was that big. $20 million expansion into the, the plant. Good it's going to create about 50 new jobs this year. Yeah, awesome. That's good news. That is good news. Also, did you see yesterday Mercury Lounge hosted a fundraising for employees impacted by that business fire? That's the fire that, uh, was it last weekend? Burnco burned down, and then uh, beside that had some water damage and smoke damage to Farm Bar. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mercury Lounge, right across the street from them, had a big event yesterday and raised a bunch of money for the employees there and, you know, trying to help them out. Because you can imagine if your work burns down. What do you do? What are you supposed to do for, yeah. you know, for however long it takes to get back open? A lot of good things happening here in town. Yeah, you know what? That, that, that happened, and sometimes bars are rivals and restaurants are rivals, but oftentimes, oftentimes, they all get along and help each other out. I used to work at uh, Ruby Tuesday. And if another store like a Chili's or Applebee's ran out of something, we would, you know, we would swap with them. We would go help them out. Oh, really? Yeah, you do that in case, you know. Then you might need a favor yeah, one day. They might need some fries, and, and uh, you take them some fries over there. And then one day when you're out of croutons or whatever, they return the favor. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool to do that. A nice uplifting, uh, did you see this morning? Did you see this, this uh, college basketball game over the weekend between Michigan and Wisconsin? I saw the, uh, this, the headlines about it yesterday. It was nasty. I guess Michigan was... Uh, Upset that Wisconsin called a timeout when they had a severe lead at the end. Mm-hmm. Didn't need to use a timeout. They were going to win the game, but calling a timeout, I guess Michigan felt was a, like a bad sport move. And uh, the Michigan goes, uh, the Michigan, his coach, the coach, God, the Michigan coach punched Jeez, man. the did other coach. Did you get punched in the mouth too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting finish here. 77. Oh, see, and they're going at it. Okay, listen to how these. Uh, Commentators get really excited when this starts going down. Howard and Guard are not happy right now as the two of them continue to have words. We told you Jawan Howard was not happy about that timeout. Yo, and Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly... You know, this is like the end of the game. They're supposed to go to commercial at this point. They don't usually hang out for a long time after the game. They're not cutting away from this. Oh, no, no, no. no. They're going to keep it going. Scene. This is an ugly scene. Oh, my God. So I guess like the co- the head coach of Michigan, I guess he's going to have to get fired or something. You can't cut. You can't punch another guy, can you? And expect nothing to happen to you? Well, I imagine it depends on who punches who first. That, it looked like he punched that other guy first, the Michigan coach. And and the announcers were saying they were having a scrum? Yeah. What's a scrum? That's an, I guess it's a melee. Anyway, that was kind of interesting. We'll see what happens. 98.5 double, eight minutes away from Carly Pierce. Good morning. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Time now for... Uh, Free tickets to see Carly Pierce on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country, Daniel, in honor of President's Day. You've put together a, a presidential quiz. And with us on the phone from Jinx. It's Eva from Jinx. She works in medical billing. Eva, how was your weekend? 
complaint. Can't complain, huh? Eva, can you hear us? Yes. Are you can't, So you can't hear us, though? Yes. All right. Well, what, what are you going to do today in the uh, beautiful weather that we're going to have? Uh, going to work. You're going to go work. All right. They just take the day off today, all right? It's President's Day. I uh, wish. Who is your very favorite president? <laughs> um, George W. Bush. Old W. George W. Texas. All right, here we go. I'm going to give you some accomplishments. I'm going to warn you, Eva, this is very tough. Uh, so Tyke is going to have to help you out with this because we're really doing a deep dive into some presidents. Tyke, are you ready? Do you have your thinking cap on? I do, but uh, I feel like I'll fail. All right. Just like everybody. So. Uh, first, Tyke and Eva, this is the first president to be impeached. Nixon. He was never impeached. Uh, I know who it is. Well, well, you and her talk it out. and uh... He was the president um, that uh, came right after uh, Lincoln. I think. I, I don't, if I, I don't didn't know write, my president. I wouldn't know these myself, so what did she say? I said, I don't know presidents very well. Okay, go ahead. Who was it, Ty? Was it Andrew Johnson? It was Andrew Johnson. Ty's already got you on the board once. Eva, how about the youngest to ever be elected? Hmm. Um, Obama. He was no. pretty young, but uh, this is a—is this a trick? Because the youngest ever to be elected, I think, was John F. Kennedy to be elected to office. There's been younger presidents, but they got there without an election. Is that you and Eva's final answer? That's yeah. the only thing I can think of. Am I wrong, or is it uh, Roosevelt? Final answer. <sighs> yes or no? I think it's the right answer. You are correct. Tyke has now gotten you two. All right. Who is the first president to resign? On a president's day. To resign? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this guy quit. Oh, my gosh. You predicted him earlier when you said impeached. Nixon. That is correct. That's three. You just need All two right. more. All right. Okay. Who is the oldest president to ever be elected? Roosevelt. Nope. So this is Donald Trump. These are hard. Donald Trump was the oldest president ever elected, even older than Ronald Reagan. Wow. But we uh, set a new record with Joe Biden, I think. I think he's the oldest elected. Joe Biden is correct. That is the oldest president to be elected. Do you feel like, Eva, do you feel like Joe Biden is the best president or the second best president <laughs> we've ever had? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't affect the outcome of the game. Our very favorite right? president was George W. Second favorite, Joe Biden. You heard it here. <laughs> no. I don't think she said that. And yeah. finally, this is a very tough one even for you, Tig. This president dropped the atomic bomb. Oh, he, dro man. He, he dropped two of them. Okay, yeah. I need my son to help me. He's good at history. She does not like your help, Tig, even though you've gotten her every single one right. She'd rather have well, her son. <laughs> so we dropped two bombs in Japan that were atomic yeah. weapons. And um, I just 
That was um, Harry Truman, I think. Because, yeah, Roosevelt had passed. That is correct. Yeah. Right. Well, so I guess I won her tickets this morning. You did. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, you, you owe, did. You owe Tug a big old high five. He uh, he won you the tickets to see Carly Pierce. Who are you going to take the show with you? Uh, probably my husband. Probably. Or that or George W. Place. Bush. You can write him a letter down in Texas. Well, so here's the good part right. about that. You got yourself a pair of tickets to Carly Pierce at Hard Rock Live Thursday, March 24th. Now you're qualified for the Live Live Hard Rock Experience that's a hotel stay and possibly a fancy dinner at McGill's on 19. Sounds good. All Thanks right. for listening. One hour from now, Daniel. Well, less than that. 7.40. Brett Young tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. It's Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. I feel like halfway crazy, Daniel, because at night I'm hearing explosions. Here in, here in Tulsa, yeah. And I go, well, maybe it's a construction site, but it doesn't make any sense because it's like 2, 3, 4 in the morning. I'm hearing like what I would describe as to be distant thunder sounds. And then I and then I go, what, if, what am I hearing? I get on my little magic phone, and I go look at the radar, and there's nothing. Well, and can you do, uh, I know this is going to seem weird, but can you do an impression of the sound? Something in that realm, like, you know, I hear that occasionally, too, and I live on Riverside. What well, is I live, that? I live, like, what, a mile or two from you. How are we both hearing that same noise? And you're right. I only hear it late at night. Never during the day do I hear it. Only at night. Right. It'll be, like, the wee hours of the morning, and it almost wakes me up, and I go, I didn't know we were going to have thunderstorms. And then uh, this guy that lives around the corner from me comes over to my house every now and then. His name is Alex, and Alex, like, fought in wars, and I go, what is that sound? Is that a bomb? He goes, I wondered the same thing. I hear it all through the night, too. And, like, last night it woke me up. What is that? You have an idea of what you think it might be, Daniel. Yeah, but I want to see what people say before okay. I, you know, Got it. taint their thoughts. I want to see if I'm right bias. about this. Right. Uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. I live in Midtown, and I'm hearing it. You live over on Riverside, and you're hearing it. Right, and only at night. And I wonder why it would be only at night. I, I wonder because there's less traffic out. Like during the day, we hear a bunch of traffic noise. Yeah, maybe like the uh, traffic drowns it out. And at night when it's still and quiet, we hear this explosion throughout the night. So if you know what that is, I, I, I'm just racking my brain trying to figure out what this noise is here in Tulsa. It's not enough to quite wake you up. It's just enough for you to go, huh? I mean, I thought I was going crazy. I was like, how come my brain is inventing explosion sounds? You know, and I've then it turns it out other people are hearing it. I wouldn't, I didn't describe it as a explosion, but it is a, a noise that I'm hearing, and, and I can't 100% figure it out. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. And, Daniel, you'll tell us your theory coming up, but we want to know what your theory is. Or maybe, maybe you actually know what the heck is going on out there. 918-879-9898. What is that sound we hear in Tulsa at night? That to me sounds like a distant thunder or an ex tiny explosion or something. 918 879 9898. Are you guys hearing these? Uh, if you live in Tulsa, are you hearing these explosions at night? It sounds to me like I don't know what that is. It's 985 The Bull with Jake Owen there. But Daniel, you hear it too. And now we're hearing from other people that we're hearing these like explosions at night around here. I don't know what that is.
Now, let's put some context to it. It's not rapid. It's not like a bunch of them all at once, but it's every now and again. Do that. So you do a pretty good impression. It's of like it. a almost like distant thunder. But and then I get on my phone and I'm like, there's no storms. What is that? Well, and you hear it. I hear it all the time. I do too. It's but, not allowed. It's not enough to wake me up, but it's just enough for me to notice. Mm-hmm. But if I'm hearing it on Riverside, and you're also hearing it on in your place, Midtown, Midtown, it's got to be something in, in between us, right? I don't know what it is, but if you know, we'd like to. It's driving me crazy. I go talk to my neighbors. We're all hearing it, but we can't figure out what it is. Nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight nine one eight eight seven nine ninety eight ninety eight. If you know the sound we're hearing. At night, and you think maybe a construction site, but nobody does construction at 3 a.m., right? Right. That's the thing, too. It's not, it doesn't sound like to me explosions or anything like that, but it's definitely a constant sound. And I'm looking at Google Maps now trying to see what's in between us. And uh, I, I, I mean, I guess you do live close to the airport a little bit, don't you? Well, do you want to take some calls real quick? Yeah. See what we got? 918-879-9898. If you know the sound we're hearing at night here in Tulsa, that sounds to me like distant thunder. But it ha- happens when there's not even storms. Who's this? Steve. Hey, Steve. What's up, man? Uh, that noise you're talking about? hmm I always thought it was out at the uh, airport there, American Airlines. You don't notice it during the day, but uh, you can hear it at night. But what would the planes be doing to make that type of noise? Uh, I would think it's something inside one of the big hangars they've got out there that they're working on. It could be. So I'm not crazy. You're hearing this noise, too. Like, in the middle of the night, I live in Midtown Tulsa, and I'll just hear, like, what sounds to me like distant thunder, like, Yeah. And you say and it might be at the think, airport. Yeah, I don't think you notice it during the day, but because of all the day daytime traffic noise and all that. There's noise pollution not, and yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess, it's, man. I guess that's a like, good theory. We don't we don't actually know what the heck's going on, so maybe it is at the airport. Well, maybe you have someone call in that knows exactly what it is. But, that's uh, what we're kinda looking for. That's right. Well, I appreciate the call. Uh, all right. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Do you want to give your theory out, Daniel? Yeah, because I'm just uh, I'm just looking at Google Maps and I think I've got it. What is it? Okay, so my apartment complex right there on Riverside Drive and maybe like Riverside and 21st or 18th, somewhere around in there, directly across the Arkansas River for me is a rail yard. I think these are railroads. I think these are trains coupling, and that's what we're hearing. You know, when the the two trains like link and they and it makes that sound i think so because i've got one right across the river for me and then there's one not too far from your house so there's a couple of train yards here that would explain how we're both hearing a similar sound so you're saying when they when they connect the cars they kind of there's like a mini collision that happens and it makes a little that's what i think it is what else could it be i don't know man because if you're hearing it and i don't I'm think that's it, it it's got to be it 918-879-9898. If you're just joining us and you live in Tulsa, do you guys hear that same sound at night? This is three, four, five in the morning. I'll just hear, but not back to back. It, it'll it be like two and three minutes in between. And then I'll hear another one. Yeah. And then Steve called and said he thinks it might be something going on at the airport. So maybe if you work at the airport, you could either 
verify or say, no, that ain't us. 918-879-9898. Good morning, guys. Trying to uh, get to the bottom of something with your help, actually, this morning. There's Morgan Wallen, 98.5 The Bull. Do you guys hear that sound at night? Daniel, you're hearing it on Riverside. I hear it in Midtown. It's always early in the morning, 2, 3, 4 a.m., and it sounds like distant thunder. Then I'll check the weather and go, there's no thunderstorms. I must be crazy. Luckily, uh, Daniel, you're hearing this, so that confirms that I am not just making this up, and I've talked to neighbors. Nobody knows what is this sound that sounds like a distant thunder that happens, I mean, basically every morning uh, that's like an explosion or something. Another guy that gets up very early like us, his News on 6 is Cal Day. You see him on uh, News on 6 sometime in the morning. He he texted you. He has a theory. What does he say it is? He says it might be uh, a quarry. A rock quarry. Where they're, you know, blasting a rock. But would they do that at 2 and 3 in the morning? That seems like that would be illegal. I don't think a, a rock quarry would... I hope not. Morally, be cool with making explosions all throughout the night, especially if you live close to there. Yeah, let's take a call. If you uh, if you have a theory, you know what it is, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Hey, who's this? Uh, this is Amanda. Amanda, what do you think this explosion tag is hearing is? Um, I am fairly certain it is probably the railroad. I'm from Muskogee, and I live right next to one, and it sounded just like thunder but like super distant and it was always really loud. Yeah, so I'm going most of Muskogee like, could hear it. And it doesn't have it's not like boom 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 boom, it's like a boom every couple no. minutes and you're like what in the world is yes. that? Yes, that is the cars coming together. Uh, uh, see, I think that's what it is. Yeah, they're linking up or whatever. That's what you thought it was, Daniel. What, what are yeah, you, it's really loud. What do they have on those trains by the way? I always see them but I never I never really Stop to think, like, I, what are in the trains? It could be anything from scrap metal to freight to anything that needs to be hauled from state to state because most of it is BNSF trains, so, um, and they go U.S. So, basically, they'll be carrying freight, they'll be carrying equipment, all kinds of things. Some of them even carry more equipment for the railroad tracks. Do you think any of those have, uh, like, cotton candy in them? Oh, God, No. <laughs> Could be. It could That'd be a, be a dream. Could be a, a train car full of runts. Could be. You never know. The candy runts. Run. I guess you the know. days are over. Know. Remember when you watch those movies and those dudes would like run next to the train and they'd hop on? Now they close yeah, all those doors. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> I think so also. Unrealistic. I've seen on YouTube, Tig, where they say that if you do that and they catch you in some train yards, they'll beat your tail. Really? Oh, yeah. They got people out there with nightsticks. Why would they care? I mean, it's not costing them money for you to just hop on. Because if you try to hop on a train and get your foot cut off, then you try to sue the railroad oh, company. See. They don't want that. <laughs> Insurance liability. Have you ever hopped a train, ma'am? Dear God, no. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. What is it about me, like, thinking that I should do that one day? Like, you see it in the movies, you kind of grew up with that idea. Yeah, I, I think it's But there's no place to sit because they close those doors now. That's why you wouldn't do it? Is it the sitting issue? Ty, you're, you're old now, man. You think you can run a certain amount of speed. You couldn't. You'd have to get one that's just barely stopping and maybe get on it right at the last one yard. Also, I'm scared that uh, if I can't get into the car, I'd be on top of it, and then we go through a tunnel. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, you smushed. Yeah. You know what would happen if we hopped on a train, tag? It's either going to do one thing, uh, either go to Muskogee, where, you know, it's only like 10 minutes, or it'll go to, all the way to Alaska nonstop. <laughs> yeah, and we're then just we'll be in trouble. stuck on this thing for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call. You're welcome. <laughs>
9898. So, uh, Daniel, your theory is it's train, the sound we're hearing at night sounds like distant thunder to me. Is train cars meeting up with each other like they're connecting? That's what I think it is, and that's what she thinks it is, but I'm sure there are people out there that lived here a long time, and they probably know exactly what it is. Do you want to hear from Gary? Yes, please. What up, Gary? How are you guys doing? Man, we're good, but are you calling about this? I hate, I keep hearing this weird sound at night, and Daniel hears it. It sounds to me like distant thunder or an explosion, and it only happens like in the wee hours of the morning, 2, 3, 4 a.m. Do you know what that is? Well, I like your imitation on your... <laughs> Hey, I was born and raised in Red Fork, which is West Tulsa. It's right there by the rail yard, and I'm pretty sure Daniel hit the nail on the head. It, that's when they buck those cars or or couple them. That's that's exactly to me the you know I've heard that all my life, and I'm pretty sure that's what you guys are hearing. So for those that are just joining us, I keep hearing this like sound tonight. Daniel, you're hearing it too. I had a buddy around the corner from me. He. Everybody's hearing the sound, but you're, you're saying, Gary, that it might be these trains just connecting to each other, huh? Yeah, there's a big rail yard back just across the highway from the Goodwill there on Southwest Boulevard. Uh, and I'm, uh, that's, you know, like I said, I was born and raised in that area, and, and I've heard that all my life. So I'm pretty sure that's what you guys are hearing. And we're probably only hearing it at night because um, there's less traffic? Or do you, is that just when they always do that? Yeah. Why don't they need to start doing that in the morning? Well... They probably do, uh, I'm guessing, uh, they may do more of it at night, but you're exactly right that, you know, 75-244 runs right through there, and that's kind of a buffer. You know, it it creates a lot of sound during the day because there's so much traffic on that highway, and then at night the traffic dies down, and then it allows that sound to, you know, travel on over there in that area where you guys live. So we it might happen all day but we're not hearing it because it's kind of drowned out by regular traffic but at night when things are calm and still then we start hearing these thunder sounds and that might be the trains connecting i'm pretty sure that's what i'm yeah. pretty sure that's what you guys are hearing yeah look at daniel on a roll it did something uh, that sounds smart finally total accident oh, yeah. i mean he, he nailed it he hit the nail on the head right. yeah yeah very intelligent yeah, he, yeah, that's when you think of Daniel, you think intelligent. I need to start my own detective agency. <laughs> I'm regular Einstein. <laughs> All right, Gary, I appreciate the call, brother. Y'all have a good day. Oh, you too, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, learning something new. And one thing else I learned when I got to Tulsa, you need pest control, you need termite control. That's MCO termite and pest control. You know, my sister, they bought a house. I'm not even kidding. They bought a house. This is, um, my sister's a little bit older than me, and they're kind of like turning the corner into uh, retirement. And so you buy the house that you want to live in while you retire. The thing was eaten up with termites. And they had to go into their retirement savings just to get the house livable. It was terrible. And you think, uh, you know, just for a monthly fee, you could avoid all that with Emco Termite and Pest Control. Yeah, it's odd to think about uh, bugs will eat your home. Yeah, that's their dinner. And you can't have that happening. And also another thing about you hear Emco Termite and Pest Control but did you know they also can handle your lawn? Like, they've come out and treated my lawn for these winter weeds that can kind of mess you up in the springtime. And I'm good there because Emco Termite and Pest Control. They can do that mosquito treatment. I mean, how was that weather yesterday? That was a great day, wasn't it? Wonderful day. And you think about getting out and enjoying that, but imagine if you're getting eaten to death by mosquitoes. They do this mosquito treatment. I'm not even kidding. I'll be honest, I didn't think it would work. And Emco Termite Pest Control comes out there, and there ain't no mosquitoes in my yard. It's crazy.
Uh, MCO can save your summer. Absolutely. You get started today like we did, MCOPC.com. Locally owned here in town since the 60s, MCOPC.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Well, today is President's Day. How about that? And uh, in honor of that, Daniel, you decided to do a little bit of a, uh, a, a quiz in honor of our presence our nation has had in these United States of America. And with us, Daniel, to play the game, would you like to introduce our contestant today for Brett Young tickets? Yeah, it's Megan from Tulsa. Megan, what do you do for a living? I am a medical device sales rep. All right, so you're out, oh. you're having to work today? You didn't get the day off? No, yeah, I'm out, I'm out working. I'm driving to Kansas City right now, actually. Oh, nice. What you know kind these, of devices? Uh, pe people in sales, they make so much money. Do they? Well, yeah. What device? Uh, not starting out. I got to start from ground zero. What devices do you sell? Um, I'm with Stryker, so I sell uh, reprocess device. So it's more like sustainability. What's the device, though? So I sell all kinds of stuff. My specific territory is for patient care devices. So, like, compression sleeves, pulse oximeters, um, ECG leads. There's a long list. <laughs> Got it. All right. Well, probably a good time to be doing that during COVID. I imagine everybody was trying to buy those oximeters. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to give you a quiz about uh, presidents. I'm going to give you a denomination of money like I did uh, earlier. I said, Tig, who is on the penny? What president? And he knew it was Abraham Lincoln. So uh, I'm going to ask you, okay. who's on the money, Megan? Are you ready to go here? And Tig can help you out if you need it. Yes, I'm going to need all the help I can get. <laughs> well, maybe you'll do well at this. Uh, we'll start off easy. Who is the president okay, on the $1 bill? Um, $1 bill. Uh, George Washington? It is George Washington. See, you're not so bad. Uh, how about not that on, great, though. <laughs> how about on the $5 bill, Megan? Who would you find on the $5 bill? Um... Five dollars bill. Five, do you want to help me out here? Um, I think uh, Daniel, tell me if I'm off, but he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, right? Read the slaves. I'll give you. A, that's true. Also, another little hint. He's also on the penny. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln is correct. How about the ten dollar bill? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Thanks, Lord. <laughs> thanks to a certain play on Broadway and Disney Plus, uh, this guy is very popular right now. All the kids probably know who it is. Wait, didn't you say this is a presidential quiz? Was he not a president? If, if it's the guy I think you're talking about, the guy wasn't a president. Was he? Was he? No, um, um, is it Alexander Hamilton? Wasn't he like a secretary or something like that? He was that? the secretary of the treasury. Okay, well, then I am a moron. Then well, I... Hold on. Let me, let me look this up real quick. <laughs> Wait, we don't know if Alexander Hamilton was a president or not? I thought he was. I think he was the secretary. No, nah, he was never the president I'm... of the United States. Oh, crap. Well, yeah, so good job, look, Daniel. Yeah, look at me go. Oh, yeah, I was so gosh. confused. I'm like, am I crazy? And here I go getting <laughs> aggravated at everybody that doesn't know it. And then... Uh, you don't even know how to do a contest. Oh, my gosh. I'm ashamed. Who is on the dime? What president is that on Ooh. the dime? That's a good one. Um, on the dime. Can I take a hint? So Can you take a hint? I don't know the answer, but I think on the dime, 
This guy was president during the Second World War. He, he, he was in a wheelchair for most of his presidency. Wheelchair. Wasn't he one that was uh, a, a president for t four terms? Yeah, and then this they was, changed this all that. This was back before term limits, so this guy was the president for four terms. He was New Deal. Well, hey. He was New Deal, right? Yeah. Depression president. I'm not sure. Help her out, Tag. You know the answer. His name's Franklin. Roosevelt. Franklin <laughs> Roosevelt is correct. And I let's. Guess. All right. And finally, uh, thanks to uh, Puff Daddy or P Diddy or whatever he's going by these days, you might know him from. Uh, <laughs> Who is on the $100 bill? Again, with this non-president person being on a, a bill. Is this guy also not a president? No, this guy was never president. How do you do a President's Day quiz and it's not about presidents? Oh, my gosh. I thought, he, I, I thought all these people were presidents. No. But Puff Daddy had a song called All About the Benjamins, and that would be Benjamin... He uh, he put a uh, what did he do? They said the, I don't know if it's true, but they supposedly put a key on a kite and mm -hmm. got struck by lightning on purpose. <laughs> Benjamin what? And he's not a president, so I don't. Benjamin Franklin. There you go. Yeah. Well, I got. I got to study up on my presidents, buddy, because I think I was never president. I am way off. Right. But the good news for you, Megan, is you have gotten enough right to go see Brett Young in concert. February twenty fifth. That's this Friday. You've won the uh, you've won the tickets, and then you're qualified now for the grand prize, which is a party cove pass, a one night hotel stay, and dinner at River Spirit Casino. Amazing! Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Megan. You're so welcome. And we're back in the morning. Six forty, Carly Pierce. Seven forty, more Brett Young tickets on ninety eight five The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning there, Daniel. How are you? Uh, good morning, Tig. Tig and I have been here, uh, gosh, what, about tw a year and two months now? Oh. No? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah one year, three months, here. something, yeah, like, something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We like to ask occasionally, what do we need in the area? What do we need in the Tulsa area? I asked this on uh, our Facebook page, Facebook, the, the Bull Tulsa. That's how you find it. And uh, I want to know, what is something we need in the Tulsa area? What do you think, uh, Tig? Well, first of all, let, we'll take your calls on this, too. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What do you think we need in the Tulsa area? I've got a bunch of comments here on Facebook, Tig. What do you think some of the things that people are requesting or saying that we need in the area ikea couple of ikeas on there mm -hmm. what else do you think hmm. a crystal burger one of those tiny burger places not a single person has said crystal so far hmm. well what is the uh, prevalent answer it seems. Uh, another one that's very prevalent bucky's a lot of folks uh, would like to see a bucky's around here that's the gas station that's like on steroids right right i mean but to me if you want to go into a big store just go to walmart yeah. I mean, what's, you know, really, that's that that ain't no gas station. That's a big store. You know, the funny thing is, Daniel, is that we grew up um, without Whataburger, and everybody's like, man, if we get a Whataburger here, it's weird how when you do live in a place with, it, like, I don't know, is it, like, it almost removes the uh, the magic. You know, I, I everybody's like, man, Whataburger, Whataburger, Whataburger. Then you get one, then nobody, you know, you go there a couple times, and that's, you know. 
Well, um, I know they just opened one in Nashville, and we just moved from there, and they like lines around the block for Right, it. but eventually that'll settle down. In right. two years, Whataburger will just be another place you could go. So, so far, Ikea is pretty top answer. Bucky's is a top answer. Um, few people are saying amusement park. Well, that bells, right? Yeah, but you said they're now that's kind of like on the table? Yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to happen now. From what I've read, I mean, I'm not the developer, but... They may be considering options on other things to do with that land. Another fast food place that's very, very high on the list. What do you think it is? People are always raving about this place. Uh, in and out In and out A lot of people are saying in and out All right, so what do you, what say you? What do we need in Tulsa that we don't have? Is that what you want to do, Daniel? Yeah, what's something we need in the area that you would like to see? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What would you like, Tig? You said Crystal, anything else that you could think of? I don't know if you know what Crystal is, but it's like these tiny hamburgers, and they're they're delicious, and you order them, you get four of these babies, and um, it will upset your tummy, but while you're eating them, they're great. Ooh, I just thought of another one. We need more uh, direct flights. Ah. Because I'm tired of going through Dallas and having to park and take a train and then run like, run like <laughs> yeah. crazy because I got a 45-minute. All right, so what do we need? 918? 918- 879-9898-918-879-9898. Time to go, then we... Like, our, our, we're past the halfway point of our probably lives. Probably so. Okay. So now we have to examine, is it worth it to have these kind of nights where, yeah, it's one night of fun, but then you basically lose, you totally lose the next day. It was bad. And, and uh, um, we are dragging a little today. Even two days removed, mm-hmm. I still feel like not the greatest I've ever felt. And... But here's the deal, Daniel. You have a luxury, and that is that you don't have a six-year-old up at 6.30 in the morning the next day. Oh, gosh. I, oh, I, my God. Um, and I even texted you yesterday, I think, and I was like, hey, I'm at— No, you, you called me, and you said, hey, uh, you know, and I, anytime I told Mac, anytime you want me to come get you or come play with you, all you have to do is call me, and he'll take me up on that. My little boy. Uh, yesterday, Ty called and was like, hey, we're going to go to the park right across the street from your house. And I was like, uh, if I get out, I'll come down there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to just push through. You got the luxury of hanging out and sleeping or whatever you did. Very early on in our radio career, when Ty and I first started doing a show together, we would have our favorite guest of all time, which was my uncle, Elbert. And he was this guy in Alabama. How old was Elbert when we'd have him on? 70s? He sounded about 100, but he was in his <laughs> 70s. He's like, hello. Now, he liked to have beers sometimes. And... Uh, Whenever we would call, we knew what kind of night Uncle Elbert had had the night before because we were like, Elbert, how are you today? And he would always say if he'd been up the night before, not too good. <laughs> and in fact, we used to have a podcast called Not Too Good because we were inspired by Elbert. Yeah, your Uncle Elbert. And so if I feel this bad if I go out too long at 40, could you imagine how must have Elbert felt? Yeah, he's sitting over there at that house of his drinking. He used to call it... Uh, he, said he, was, remember what, he said he'd been riding the Clydesdale. Which is... Uh, Bud Heavies. Which, because those that uh, Budweiser has those horses. Mm-hmm. And so his thing was, if he drank a lot, he'd always say, I, I, I rode the Clydesdales last night. Bad news. <laughs> it was buddy. so funny because he'd be like, you know, if he had not been out the night before, he's like, oh, hey, how are you two? But if he's, you call him and be like, hey, how are you this morning? Not too good. <laughs> and sometimes we'd have to be like, okay, man, we'll always call you later. Yeah, right, right, right. So uh, that that is, as you say, Daniel, that going out stuff. I think I think I'm done. Like I can't do that. Like that's a young man's game I that's think, going out. I think what we've got to do is just do it less often.
But I had such a good time. But also... Yeah, we met some people. It was cool. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> We're paying for it. Today. Yeah, it's not good. It's 985 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. He helped me change a tire in the Sitgo parking lot. He said we both could use a beer. And I said, hell, why not? What started out as one night turned to six months just like that. He never Yeah. 